Chirp is the ultimate automation toolbox for home service businesses. Chirp helps you capture more leads, connect faster, close more deals, and create customers that will buy from you over and over again. Using text message, email, and ringless voicemail automation, with Chirp, you can maintain perfect follow-up throughout the entire customer journey. Learn more about how to transform your customer experience on chirp.com today. C-H-I-I-R-P. On Purpose Media is a digital marketing agency surfacing the home services industry with a flair for HVAC businesses. The right combination of digital marketing makes all the difference. Take your business to the next level. Check out onpurposemedia.ca today. Welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. This show is all about breaking barriers and changing the game. Our guests will feature some of today's most successful female entrepreneurs and other advocates of our industry as well. Because if there's one thing we know for sure, female-led entrepreneurship drives change on multiple levels. We want to empower women in the trade industry like you so you can maximize your potential, stay balanced, achieve long-term success, and claim ownership over your life. Let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Cassie and Leslie here with Power Women of the Trades podcast and we are so excited. We have Katherine Elizabeth on today and she has a lot to share about her story at Vegetech. Hi Katherine. Hello, Leslie and Cassie. I'm so excited to be here, mostly because I've been following your podcast since the very beginning. I caught you guys. I found you on social media before you launched the first episode. And I really had almost little to no connections in the trades at that time and was really out there searching for other women. And I was like, wow, they're going to do this podcast. So then I started to stalk you. You guys might have felt that. Right. Because I'm a weird person that will friend request you and comment on your stuff and just send all the loves. You're both amazing. So I feel like I've known you for a long time because I've been stalking your social media. That's completely socially acceptable to me (laughs) if you're able to create connections. Right. And then when you guys came out with your podcast, you know, just to to really connect and drive female led entrepreneurships because it changes things on so many levels. I love the intro that you guys have. So I'm really excited to be here. And thank you. Awesome. We're so excited. So I have to be honest, social media led us to you also. I saw, I think I want to say you shared a post where the new service manager for Fetchatech was coming on and maybe Brent Buckley had been tagged. So that's how I had seen it. And I was like, wait a second. So a new service, you were the service manager replaced by a woman. So you could go into a different role, which is amazing. And then we got to have, so if you're ever a guest on the show, we have a meet and greet before and we have like a rule to try to keep it to 10 (laughs) minutes so we don't like pre-chat everything out, you know? And then I think we ended up talking, I ended up talking to you for like 45 minutes. So I think I had to get off early. Yeah, you did. She had a blowout or something, maybe. It could have been something really important. (laughs) I don't recall the the date we did it. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm giving her a hard time because that (laughs) could have also been my appointment. Okay. Right. But so we're I'm just so excited to like just share your story for you to share your story about what got you to fetch a tech. Something that I love too is you have been in and I never I don't even think I told you this. You do a little bit of like multi-level marketing and the is it ketones? So I did that for a while too. And so when I, I didn't even get to finish that with you. And so, anyways, I just feel like we have a lot of connections. We were all 
an MLM in this group. Is that? Is, yeah. Also, that, me and Leslie used to sell LuLaRoe. Yes. I was a trainer. I had no idea any of this information. It makes me so excited. Like I said, I stalked you guys on social media. So I know that you've had a journey, a health journey, Kat. Like I've been watching that and I wanted to ask you, like, what do you do? What is working for you? I love to hear about people's experiences because everyone's so different you know, and so I have been meaning to ask you, I just haven't had an opportunity yet, but congratulations. And you look amazing. And I can only imagine how you feel. So that's really exciting. Way better, way better. My joints don't hurt quite as bad. And I started with ketones. Really? Truthfully. Yes. Yeah, I did. And I, I lost like, I'm over, I'm like 120 pounds down now, but I started, I had, I lost about 60 with ketones. And then I jumped on the Mountjaro, Ozempic train, everyone's talking about right now, but that's what's helped me on the other 60. But anyway, so that's a whole ballgame. We can talk. And I know all the ladies on here are like, you never know where this is going to go. You don't don't know your next move. And I'm like going to try to move on. And some of the ladies here are going to be like, so tell me about Mountjaro. It's great. It's great. (laughs) If you can get it. I mean, it's coming. It's getting harder to get right now. So I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. But anyways, that's awesome. So Okay, so backing up a little bit, you, we know the MLM type of things, those are cool. But you came to Fetch Attack originally as a CSR? To help in the call center. My background was a lot of office work. I started when I was 13 years old. The guy I babysat for asked me, hey, like, do you know how to use the computer? And he had a black floppy disk, like the big ones with a hole in the middle. And I said, yeah, I know how to use the computer. And he was like, great. Do you think you could do my bills on here? And we popped that sucker in. And it was when QuickBooks for contractors had first come out. Oh, wow. So that's where I started. Um, the same guy is my brother is two years older than me. So he started working out in the truck. And that's where our careers in the trades started as kids. And then I was on and off, on and off. I have four children. So I did leave the trades and and I pursued a career from home. And that's where the network marketing came in and I built a successful network marketing business, the free car, the whole nine, you know what I still have actually a successful network marketing business that I love and appreciate very much. But I decided like I wanted something more and that, that business gave me the freedom to be able to do something that I felt like where I could make an impact. So I came back into the trades and I found an opportunity to really contribute to an economy overseas, actually. So I did a lot of work in the call center, a lot of work learning how to design systems, how to be effective, all the perfect scripts, all of those different things and how to do that and scale it on a massive level overseas. So I was working in the call center, doing all of that, working really closely with a lot of call center managers. And this is almost a year ago, like practically a year ago right now, I got a call from my brother and he asked me, can you go help at the call center in Las Vegas? And I thought, well, yeah, I would love to. I don't, I've never, I don't know much about Las Vegas. I've been there once to party, I think. And let's go try it out. So I came, I was in, I was in Armenia. I was actually on vacation in Dubai at the time, but I was in Armenia and I closed up my apartment. I was living in Armenia, closed up my apartment there. And from the day I said, yes, I'll come help in Las Vegas. I left my vacation in Dubai. I closed up my apartment in Armenia. I flew across the world and landed in Las Vegas and started work here at Fetch a Tech 10 days later. 
Wow. Yeah. And then, and when you came into Fetch a Tech, were you coming in at that point and in back into the call center or were you coming? I came into the call center to assist the current call center manager at that time. The growth we've experienced at Fetch a Tech in 2022 is unparalleled. And she needed assistance at that time. So that's what they asked me to help come in and structure the call center for success to accommodate the the growth, the massive growth that we were experiencing. So that was initially why I came here. And it was a short-term assignment. I've been here now for almost one year. I was in the call center for approximately three months last summer, June, July, and August. And then, but wait, there's more. (laughs) And then you moved on to the service manager. So it was the end of August going into September last year, having this explosive growth. They saw some areas where we could have some improvements. And because of the working relationship I had established with the people I work with up till that point, they saw some of my gift zones that could benefit our service department. So it was a shock to me when they asked me, I kind of had to clarify, like, what exactly do you mean by takeover service? So that's what happened. And that was August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. So I want to touch on that because I have a service manager in my company that is a female that has not technical. And I think a lot of companies go immediately into that. Well, is she a technician? Does she know what she's doing there? And what we have gotten wrong, a lot of companies previously, and myself included, is the service manager does not have to be technical trained, but they need to know how to build relationships with customers and employees to make sure, most importantly, with the employee to teach them to build relationships with the customer and then implement processes and manage and those things. And so that's been a huge change for us where we were able to put a service manager in position that had that skill and then identify a field supervisor that helps with all of those technical things because we know that that happens. You know, not every technician goes to the job and has it figured out and with no help ever, you know, they're going to need to call. But is that kind of like that same idea Fetch a Tech has also? Yeah, we're very similar process. And when you say like, I think it's been wrong before, or there's a lot of companies getting it wrong. I think that the structure of the basic business model and the traits we have is just getting it wrong. And that's very clear from the lack of representation we have of females in high level leadership positions, right? So the trades is kind of behind. A lot of other industries, they have females in high-level positions. And it's not, I'm not out here saying that women are better leaders than men, but we're certainly different, right? And by lacking half of our population in high-level leaderships, we're lacking that different side, that innovation, that leadership, the things that women really have a lot of gift zones in. Not all women, right? Just like men have different gift zones, women have different gift zones. But for some reason, when we look around, right, there's a serious lack of representation of females in these leadership positions in any level. And we know that that does drive change. But I am a woman's woman. I think there's power in that. We are absolutely different than men, but we can do every single job that men can do. Not all of us. We have to find where we're good at. But I think redefining, like you talked about, 
the job descriptions and the important attributes of that position. And when you look at what's really important in that position, it's going to open their eyes that there are a lot of women candidates that maybe haven't been considered previously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I felt like I need to be like, and preach. Mm-hmm. And everyone in here can't hear that's that. And I'm like, I kind of wish y'all just heard that. <laughs> preach. It's just, I think, you know, and again, we're not here to replace men in their positions there. We're just saying that you put me and you and two other two men at the same at the same table and our perception and innovation and ideas are going to be much different than theirs. Doesn't mean theirs are different or wrong. Doesn't mean ours are wrong, but it gives you a different vision to grow together. It's definitely a holistic vision and approach because, you know, 70% of the calls come from Mrs. Jones. Mm -hmm. So it's important to have females understanding the dynamic, bringing a technician into the home. How do we speak to her? You know, What's her biggest fear? I mean, all of those things are so important. It's really never about the plumbing or the heating or the air conditioning, Mm -mm. right? So, I mean, I think that's so important having females in those roles and relationships so it can trickle down, Mm -hmm. you know, it's perspective. I think it's also really important that to communicate with women that those skills can be learned. I didn't know a lot about technical HVAC. I knew some because I've been in the industry a long time, but I didn't know a lot about technical HVAC when I took over in September, but I went to HVAC school last fall. So now I do. Yeah. So you, and you were willing to learn, you know, and willing to try, right? Yeah. Not because I plan on being an HVAC service technician and repair a lot of machines, but an investment of my time and energy going into HVAC skills, give me some skills and abilities along with my gift zones to add to my value to a company and build on that. So I think a lot of women think maybe that's out of their realm of possibilities when it's not. You just sign up, And you go and you can learn the same stuff that the men know that if you feel like that lack of knowledge is holding you back, go out and get it. Go get it. I love that. Okay. So you, you know, September of last year, you become service manager for Fetchatech, which is, I mean, guys, come on, a pretty large company in Las Vegas. And a very competitive market. And a very competitive market. How, what feedback or what negativity maybe or positivity did you get from the technicians that you were now leading? That's a loaded question. Loaded. (laughs) And it came from a lot of angles. (laughs) She went speechless. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It did come from a lot of angles. And I don't know all the answers to that because I'm sure that a lot of the opinions were said behind my back and not to my face. And I'm sure that there was a lot of doubt, but I don't think we can concern ourselves with that. So did you come? Amen. Amen. But I think that that's the fear that sets in a lot of people. Well, it's intimidating. It is because are they going to challenge me here? So I think, you know, in, in our company, our service manager is a woman, Aspen. We recently had her on the show also, and I know without a doubt that she got that initially. Now, I also know that those technicians love her, and they know that she can sell circles around most of them, right, because they've seen her do that. And I could, I always say I'd put her on the phone against anyone, and she's going to talk and have that relationship and, and be able to do that. But 
also, you know, when you're a technician who's been in the field for 10 years or longer, initially of, so this girl is going to be my boss now, Mm -hmm. you know, and I set her up for that, you know, of like, hey, this is going to happen, you know, and she just, she jumped in. But I think, I think that, you know, and I really want to say this to the, the women listening of don't let that be what holds you back because just go in there and own it because you're right. There was probably a lot of things said about you behind your back, but you went in and proved your ass to them, right? I know without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. And I think one of my favorite quotes is don't worry about if it's going to be hard because it is, right? And (laughs) don't worry about if it's going to be hard because it is. And there's a reason why there's a lack of female representation in high level leaderships in our industry, because it's hard. You guys are both entrepreneurs. You guys are both business owners. How hard is that? It's hard, right? And not because women can't do hard things, but the fear and the systemic structure of our industry, I think, has held us back from having the courage to attempt those things. It was really scary when I went in to take a over HVAC service. I don't even know if people really believed it at first, but I told them, I think it was a lot of developing that relationship with them, being very humble and honest about what I know and what I don't know so that I could ask other people for help. Don't pretend to know something you don't. Don't pretend to know something you're good at. Being very clear about what my objectives were in my job. I had very specific objections, uh, objectives, I'm sorry, objections as well but objectives to accomplish. And I focused on those and I had to leave the side stuff out of it because I don't think, I mean, we're still a very small, small, small percent of the workforce and the trades female ours are, females are. However, we're rising up right now. It's happening right? This podcast is proof of that. We're, we're making uh, room for ourselves in the industry. If they don't pull out a chair at their tables, that's fine because we're going to make our own. Women are powerful beings. I think that most men already know this, right? And it's like, not we're trying to replace men, like you say, but they're missing half of the workforce, If you're alienating women from leadership positions in your company, you're missing half of the workforce, right? So I think that's all really important to remember. And it's going to be hard, but you're good enough. You can do it. Most businesses' online presence is boring. And by being boring, they're losing out on potential sales and customers. Being interesting and exciting is what draws customers in and gets them to buy from you. But it's hard to be interesting online when you're focused on running your business and taking care of your customers. It doesn't have to be this way. We have the key to unlocking the solution to your problem. Key Hard Marketing can help take your business from boring to brilliant on social media. We can vouch for them. They run our podcast socials. If you want to have a strong social media presence that allows customers to know, like, and trust you, connect with Key Heart Marketing at keyheartmarketing.com. Being a power woman of the trades requires powerful business branding. With Kickcharge Creative, you can make sure your home service business is branded, not blanded. The proof is in our podcast logo. They created it. 
Now more than ever, having consistent branding that sends a clear message is essential to helping you stand out. To get started on carving out your company's unique identity, contact the Kick Charge Creatives branding experts online at kickcharge.com or call 908-835-9000 today. She gets me amped up. Like, I, I want you to, like, call and wake me up I need, in the to, I need to talk to her just, every morning. Uh, it's like, you know, it's the same things that we know, the same thing that we're preaching, the same things. But it gets hard, girl. You know it. I know you know it, but it's it gets hard. really hard. And even no matter when you come to work and you prove yourself day after day after day after day, they never stop talking. They never stop doubting because we're still new. But if I don't do it, if you guys don't do it, if all of the women that I've listened to on your podcast who are amazing, who who have done it and are doing it, right, our daughters aren't going to do it. Without that example first, yep. Yeah, or without the obstacles that we're overcoming now, right? That's why we have to break through those. So I think... When I switched now from age, from the HVAC service manager over and my replacement came, one of the things I told her, the first thing is like, you're going to need a backbone of titanium, sister. Like All day, every day, a backbone of titanium. I promise you, okay? And you can't quit when it gets hard. You can't quit. Can't quit. You just got to do it. You keep pushing through. So you mentioned that. So now you're no longer the service manager. You got to fill that position with another awesome female leader. And now you are a comfort advisor, correct, with Fetchatech. So tell us about that. So I was traveling through my journey of being the service manager and learning a lot of things on the way. Very transparent with the people who I work with. They're all incredible about my goals. And right now I'm trying to learn as much as I can in the industry. And we were restructuring because of growth. We've had so much growth. It's constant restructuring. And when the comfort advisor positions were becoming available, I recommended myself. <laughs> I love that. If not, if I won't, who will? Right? Right. <laughs> right. It, was, it was a very adamant recommendation. And not because I have some great experience as a comfort advisor. I've never been a comfort advisor in my life. But it, sales in, in the services is something that I need to learn and that I have a desire to learn. Like I said, I went to the HVAC school. I worked as service manager for 10 months. I, it was an incredible experience and I've learned so much and I'd like to learn some more. So I recommended myself. I got Brent Buckley and Dennis Thompson, our general manager, to sign on to that idea so grateful for them and their faith in me. I also recommended my replacement for service manager, who was another female. I think that's really, really, really important to advocate for each other in job opportunities and promotions and positions, things like that. And I started two weeks ago as a comfort advisor. How's it going? 
it's going really, really well, I think. Anyway, but it's learning. Every call I'm learning, it's brand new to me. So it's never really stopped learning. I came here to help in the call center, which is something I can do with my eyes closed and my hands tied behind my back. It's second nature to me to structure a successful call center. And I think a lot of women feel that way. Almost a lot of women may feel like they've plateaued in those positions. They do have a desire to learn more and they can't quite see where they fit in because they don't see any women ahead of them, right? So I think that's really important that just because there isn't women ahead of you in your company doesn't mean that you can't be the first. And so taking over HVAC service, I had to learn so much. I was a continual learning process for 10 months. And I'm so grateful to every single person that I work with, especially the technicians on my team that gave me that grace and that education through that time. And we were wildly successful, not because of me, but I was a small part of the team that was wildly successful in 2022 at Fetchatech. And so moving up, I decided, all right, I've done service. I like it here, but it's not my long-term position. I would like to continue to learn more. I saw a position that became available and I advocated for myself for it and also for a promotion for another woman. I think that's really, really important. We have to advocate for ourselves and other women. So how has that transition been like from being in the office Because we all see that, right? Like we're in the office, even with service managing, a lot of that's still office, right? How is the that now of being on the other side in the customer home? It's a brand new experience. It is not the same job. I just can't imagine. Not the same at all. I don't know if I should say this. Here's some juice. I which did it my first I ride along the whole day with a technician for the whole day. And towards the end of it, I Ubered home. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I told him, I was like, listen, man, you're doing a leak search and I'm not doing a leak search. I gotta go. I didn't tell anybody. The next day I had to face everyone and they were like, Catherine, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's hard. Right. That was my first day. I didn't last the whole day. I had to go and tell, I'm sorry, that was me. But, you know, I did my first day with a tech on a ride along, a service tech. I made it to like 3.30, I think. And it was like two hours into a leak search. And you just, you don't realize how different it is and how I try to remind our team that, but I think that's a good perspective for you to share with the team inside also of how different the day-to-day for those technicians are and how, you know, like we have a really great team that is willing to just clear, make sure that we get through the calls on the board and clear the board for the day. But sometimes, you know, that's, those are really late days and you're like, oh, good grief, you know? Uh, we had a comfort advisor out last night and it popped through my service type notification at 10, 17 PM. And I was like, dear Lord. Hmm. And I, her name's Ashley. And I, we always send in our little update and I'm like, Ashley after dark, always like mm-hmm. she's just getting them after dark. But I'm like, I, it's just a different game because we're used to kind of like, I guess maybe not as an owner so much of like, I feel like I'm always on, but a lot of our office team specifically is used to just shutting the day off at five or so or or maybe even still helping, but Mm -hmm. from home. And then you, like you said, you're like, oh, shoot, we're about to be here for a minute on a leap search. (laughs) I'm going to the house. So, yeah, but after 
we don't realize how just how different it is from the being talking to the customers because sometimes I want to be like guys you should have talked to the customer on the phone you should hear what we're having to deal with and then I'm like I mean I guess you do because then you went to the house you're inside the home let me be quiet for a little bit yeah (laughs) what do you think is the most challenging thing so far to you in the comfort advisor role in the comfort advisor role we are never off work like you said, I'm always available, waiting. And to me, that's exciting. It's a different part of the job. I think with the service technicians, they meet new people every day. A lot of them that love to fix things, they see new situations every day. Las Vegas is a huge market. So they're seeing new things every day. I think that it's a lot different. I think there's a lot of benefits in the office. I think there's a lot of benefits to being in the field and you have to choose what's going to make you happy. You know, what's going to find your happiness. Comfort advisor is really exciting to me. Like, you know, because we talked about network marketing and I, sales is my background. When I came here, I told them I have three gift zones. I'm an expert in consumer experience. I'm a top level team builder. I am an excellent team leader and I can build and implement systems very well. And that consumer experience is because I've worked in sales. So I know that I don't know HVAC sales. I know that I have so much to learn. I've been very honest with that about every with everyone and they've helped me, but I'm learning and I know what my gift zones are and how I can leverage those strengths to be successful. And I think that's where women rising up in the trades are going to be most successful. When we figure out how to use our gift zones and how we can apply those to the business principles of our industry to create and innovate and drive change, right? Because when we do that, that's where the industry is going to change and they're going to benefit. So the trades are behind as far as equality for women. And that's not just important because we need to give women a chance. That's great. We know we need to give women a chance. It's important for the trades because they're missing out right now. We don't have that next level. We haven't collaborated together enough. But I think that you guys would agree it's happening right now. Now we are rising up. We're very intelligent professionals that are starting to identify opportunities for ourselves in this industry. And by doing that, there will be more women behind us. I mean, there has been women. You two are examples. Angie Snow is an example. Stephanie Postal is an example, all right, of women that have done it. And so now we can say, let's like, if four of us follow for every one of you. And then you imagine that effect as we inspire more people to find more women to find opportunities to thrive in this industry. The industry is going to be affected on a massive level. And I'm really excited to be here for it. Yeah, I am too. It is exciting. Do you think your your time and experience in multi-level marketing has helped you become a better leader? Oh, for sure. A million percent, without a doubt. I'll tell you, I developed something through the holidays called the HVAC games for my team. And we played the HVAC games through the whole holidays. And it's a system of points that we set up for sales, for flips, for reviews, for any any behavior that we'd like to drive and reward, right? And we played it from Thanksgiving through New Year's. 
and they had two separate teams and they earned points. And at the end, the winning team, we all went out to a Las Vegas Knights NHL hockey game together. That was the reward, right? And as I'm posting online, I'm getting a lot of questions from other business owners. It was massively successful through our team. December was our most profitable month of the year. <laughs> it was crazy. And HVAC in Las Vegas, it was insane. Like, it, and I, it's not just because of the HVAC games, but that was part of what drove, right, all of that. And my network marketing friends were like, really, Catherine? Because in network marketing, we have something called the Empire Games. And it was very, very similar. It's very still similar. just people. It's, it's still just, just relationships and communication. Yeah. 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 I want to see it. I want, I can I get that email? <laughs> but, you know, I 100%. So that cracks me up about, so I previously worked for Best Buy. I've talked about that quite a bit. I, there's a few people that, several people that work for us that previously worked at Best Buy too. And every once in a while, I'll say something and it'll be like related to Best Buy or something that we did. Like we, we would do like these front end games and these things like that. And I was like, I will say something and someone, someone else in the office is like, really? I'm like, I mean, it worked then. Why isn't it going to work now? Right. You it's know? still just people. It's just people. And people like to be recognized. And they like a little competition. Mm-hmm. And they like to be rewarded. And But they, I think recognition is is even more, just like vocal recognition is even more appealing to some than the reward. They just want to be recognized that they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't always have to have the reward. It's just calling out performances and, and what's happening. Rec- their recognition is the reward. And it's more than something that people just like. It's a core human need, right? So we have our hierarchy of needs. And the first is just safety and security, your basic needs. You need to eat. You need a roof over your head, right? You, <laughs> you need clean water, those different things. And if you're not paying your people living wage or someone's in a position where they're not accommodating those needs, they don't really care about recognition or rewards, right? But as you notice where we get to our point with our teams at work, they have those things because they're getting a paycheck, right? After those basic needs, the next core human need is to feel a sense of belonging. And I think that's what's something that's so incredible about this podcast right here, because as women in this industry, sometimes we can feel like an island on our own, right? Simply, I definitely felt that way. But when we link arms and we band together, like your podcast says, like we maximize our potential, we stay balanced and we can achieve long-term success, claiming ownership over our lives. And when you claim ownership over our lives, you can give back to others. So they need to feel some sort of belonging together. And as your manager, you need to provide that for them because do you know that most people don't get it at home? Most people aren't coming from loving households. They're coming to feel part of a team at work, right? So the paycheck is the very basic level that you can provide for your employees. And the what you provide for their needs is what they're able to give back to you in their productivity, efficiency, and performance, right? So people talk about, I can't find great people. All people are great. God made us great as far as I'm concerned. Some aren't the right fit for your business, but what have you done to bring the greatness out of them? Do they have a solid paycheck, right? Do they feel like they belong as part of your team? And that's something with women we have to overcome. If you don't feel like you belong, let those those opinions go to the side, right? And insert yourself, whether they like it or not, because you belong here. That's something we have to overcome. But after you have that sense of belonging, the next is recognition and rewards. If people don't feel recognized in rewards, they won't perform. They're not at their greatest level. 
And the timing behind those recognitions and rewards, I have a group chat with my HVAC service team, something I've learned from network marketing, right? And whenever my service Titan message comes through with a sale from my team and my group chat, I post it with a name and a bunch of emojis and they get that right away, right? You know how many times if something goes wrong in that group just this morning, Catherine, you posted one of my sales, but you didn't post the other one yesterday. Having that recognition is so important to them. And also when they're working, it drives a high-performance environment because they want that. It's a chemical reaction in their brain when they're recognized in front of a group of their peers. Sending that text recognizes them immediately in front of their group of their peers. If I'm six minutes behind, they're like, Catherine, 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 because they want that recognition. So our dispatchers have started doing that. Every time a cell comes through, they send it. And the other day she sent it and she said, sorry, Dustin, I know I y'all get in my ass if I don't get it fast enough, but they want that <laughs> recognition, you know, and I was cracking up because that was just something they had started. They grab it right off of the estimate and they, the, the sold piece and they grab it and they send it and they, but they love it. But guess what's changed? Average tickets mm-hmm. are higher close rates like there's there's no more very few zero we have that alert set up on service titan of the zero dollar ticket you know Mm -hmm. if it didn't go over the dispatch fee and not as many of those anymore because they're getting the recognition and it matters that that sale didn't just matter to the company it mattered to the team it helped the team and they're fighting for the with the team Absolutely. And that's why we did the HVAC. When we did the HVAC games, I were having, I was having technicians call in on their day off. Catherine, is there any jobs I really need to get some points on the board? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I want to see that too. I want to see it. I love it. I want some points on the board. Are you serious? Yes, I love that. It was incredible. But I mean, once you give them that recognition and rewards, because the next is their esteem, you know, for the way that our core human needs. So if you can get them their basic needs, give them a sense of belonging at work, recognize and reward them in front of groups of their peers that builds their, their, their feeling of significance. And we have a core human need to feel significance. If you have employees that don't feel significant, they are not performing optimally. They're not. And so once you do that, once they feel significant, though, they will give back to you. That's our last human need. Once we claim ownership over our lives, like your your podcast talks about, it gives us the ability to give back to others and show them the way. And we need that. And once you have team members that have conquered that and you see that they're constantly in that team mode and constantly, what can I do for the team? What can I do for the team? What can I do for the team? You know, they're performing optimally. If they're not, they're not there yet. And we as leaders can help bring them up. But I think a lot of that unique understanding, the empathy and leading a professional team from a personal level where I take care of the people that take care of Fetch a Tech. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. That's right. I love that. We could talk about this forever, I think. <laughs> I I want to see the HVAC games. I do too. I don't want to, I hate to wrap up too quick, but I know that we really try to keep to a certain under an hour for sure because as ladies, we don't always stay 
connected for what an hour, right? And so I think we're definitely going to have to have a round two with mm-hmm. Catherine for sure. for sure, like a round two. But I wrote this down because I was like, I wanted to come up with a fun like ending question that's not related to anything. It's just like random hit you with a question uh, just because I want to know your answer. So I'm coming to Vegas. I'm not, but maybe I will. Where's Catherine going to be? Fremont or the main strip? Fremont for sure. Fremont. I love Fremont Street. I love the strip. I love the strip. My best friend flew in for my birthday. And when she showed up, she said, show me the spectacle. I was like, all right, girl, I got you. (laughs) We went to, you know, when my first time in Vegas, we stayed on Fremont at the Golden Nugget. So it was like a whole experience, right? And then we Ubered over to the main strip, I guess. Is that what you call it? I don't know. And I literally, I'm like, maybe it's Oklahoma, the Oklahoma in me, but I just loved everything on Fremont. I mean, yes. Is it wild? Am I taking my children there? No. Am I, you know, maybe my like teens, older teens, is it a whole experience? It's a whole vibe, you know, but I, it's a good time. I had to know what you were going to say. There's no place better if you want to like unwind and totally disconnect your mind from work. You can go down and hang out at Fremont Street. I love it there. They also have a Circa. And just people watch. That's there now. If you haven't been in a while, Circa is like a strip style resort that's on downtown. It's a 21 plus only resort, but they have the biggest sports book in the whole world. That's where you watch like all the sports on the big screens where the sports betting happens and stuff like that. And I'm a big sports fan. So like going and watching the game at Circa, hanging out on Fremont Street, it's definitely a good time. Well, that sounds like it. I got to come. We're going to have to hang out. I've never been to Fremont Street. Oh, you would you would hate every bit of it. I would. You hate you would hate Vegas. She doesn't like the people. I don't like cr- I like people. Oh, I don't well, yeah. like crowds. Crowds. I don't like crowds either. It's not that bad here as it used to be, but yeah, there is a lot of people in Vegas all the time. We went to Nashville for my birthday. Oh my gosh! And um, Broadway on Nashville. I was like, "Where are you at?" And she's like, "Back at the hotel." And I'm like, right there in the middle of it because I feel like. Well, when I, you, I feel like when you're little and short, it's like yeah. everyone towers over you. And I felt like I was going to be trampled. Yeah, I could get that vibe. And lines. There's oh, always yes. lines in Las Vegas. I think right there. Yeah. It kind of ma- it makes me feel suffocated. And I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm working on myself, though. We'll see. Maybe we'll go back to Broadway one day. Maybe. My niece <laughs> just moved in. to Nashville. And I'm like, I really need to go see her. I'll she go with you. It's a good time. I love it. I love just, I'll get out right in the middle of it. I know. <laughs> well, Catherine, it was so great to hang out with you and talk to you for the day. I think you have such a cool story. I think that you are inspiring to a lot of people. So just keep doing what you're doing, girl. And I know you're on LinkedIn. If someone wants to connect with you, how would they do it? Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok would be best. Not so much LinkedIn. I'm not that serious yet. <laughs> Maybe I should be, but Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok all the time. And please do connect. And also, if you're my people, my network marketing people and friends listening to this, make sure that you leave my new friends, Cassie and Leslie, a five-star review. Oh, I love that. I always forget we need to do that. Work, right? I should have said that in the beginning, but my network marketing friends are the best friends, right? Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Thank you. A lot of my friends had to ask me what HVAC was, and that's okay. 
But you know how podcasts work and you guys are doing a big thing that's going to impact a lot of women and lift us up. And I appreciate that. So anyone who loves me, if they could definitely support you guys, I would appreciate it. Awesome. We appreciate that. That's Ah, I got the gooseies. I know. This oh was God. so good. It was good. Thank you so much. Thank it was you. great talking with you. All right. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 85% of home service business owners like you are struggling to find the right talent. As your business grows and you look for ways to scale, you are constantly looking for new talent. However, finding the right person to fill a position can be difficult and expensive. Most people turn to job boards or recruitment agencies when looking to hire in the trades. But these methods can be costly and time-consuming. The solution? Working with Yellowstone Local. They offer employer branding, recruiting, and hiring solutions that are specifically tailored for home service companies and the trades. Their services are affordable and will help you reduce the amount of time it takes to find and hire a new employee. Save your time, reduce your turnover, and increase your sales. Check out yellowstonelocal.com to get started. Ask any contractor. Tracking KPIs like close rate and ticket size has always been a challenge. Improving KPIs is even harder. But contractors on Service Titan tell a different story. This is Dale Jackson of Jackson Services. Service Titan gives me the metrics to know the performance of every individual in my company. That kind of information is invaluable to me. Get the full story of your business with powerful data-driven insights from Service Titan. Schedule a software demo today at servicetitan.com. That's servicetitan.com. This has been Power Women of the Trades. Like what you hear so far? Leave us a review at Apple. And make sure to listen to our other episodes wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.